What I find interesting is somebody that rejects me two years ago during a student election, and rejects me meaning sees the message and just... <laughs> I was panicking. In the middle of the panic, um, you actually were principled. You refused to back down from pressure, which I admired. I wanted you to be on the podcast because I'm not very fluent when it comes to what the youth really wants. I think I'm just a little too old to pretend to claim that I know what the youth really wants. So I thought somebody half my age should be the one telling me. Two years later, we're sitting in Jamezi with a common friend, and you don't even remember that I invited you on the podcast. It's worse. <laughs> you tell me, oh, my dream, my goal is to be on a podcast. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> Check your inbox. And right when we were sitting there, you checked your inbox. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so then I decided to change everything. Rather than having you as a guest, have you as a host. This is not my podcast. This is yours. This is your series. And if I sit here, it'll be just to learn. So I won't be the guest or the host, really. I'll be just on the side. And I imagine this really being a way for you to tell me what the youth really wants. And maybe your guests and yourself can both express that here on the Beirut Banyan. So for those reasons and other reasons, it's an honor to introduce you, Sara Asmar. Thank you. This is a really good introduction, Yane. Gave me goosebumps. Best, just to defend myself, I was panicking, so I didn't see the DM. Best, what's good about it, you know, two years later, I replied to the DM. So, <laughs> two years later, where you just graduated from LAU. Yes. Mabrook. Merci. Uh, you studied political science, which I think is an important subject given your, in a way, your passion. Um, I don't think necessarily people that study political science end up in politics necessarily. They can end up literally in the university writing about the subject. But I think yours is kind of a bit of both. You like researching the subject, but I think of you as a student activist. Otherwise, you wouldn't have run in student politics. So I want to ask you up front the kind of topics that interest you the most. I know we sketched them out a bit earlier, just in terms of impunity, maybe even things like legalization of cannabis. But when it comes to your primary interests in Lebanese politics, as someone who just turned 21, what drives you in this sort of in this world? What do you think are the main concerns, at least to you and your age group today? I think for the people who know me, uh, I'm really passionate about finding justice for August 4th. I think like this case really speaks to me. And I even uh, did my thesis about it. So what drives me right now, like what I'm passionate about is August 4th. And I really want to find justice for the Beirut Blast. And uh, what also... I'm really passionate about, not passionate about political impunity, but I'm, find, I'm passionate about putting an end political, to political impunity and political violence because a lot of people died from political violence. So I think we should take the step into putting an end to this. I'll say two things. The backdrop to you is in a way where the story of political violence begins. That's the first day of the Civil War. So that's a, a Nahad newspaper from April 14, 1975. And I think it's quite 
eloquent and tragic that someone who's 21 is writing about the same subject that predates both of us. That's true. But I am closer to that date than you are. And this is where I want you to say whatever sounds right. I mean, you're writing, you did a thesis about the port blast that dramatically impacted your generation. It impacted my generation too and impacted all of us. Our generation is aging. My parents' generation, they're fading. Mm -hmm. Your generation will inherit something later. Do you think, in a way, you will have the tools one day? Do you hold some hope in that? Uh, I think in uh, your generation and my parents' generation and our grandparents' generation lived in the civil war. So I think they are very much affected by the factors that led to the civil war. So I know sectarianism, for example, I think this is, this is a huge. Mm. So they were not able to live with the fact you know, we can't coexist. And I think uh, right now our generation is able to live with the fact that we actually can't coexist. And okay. Some people in our generation still have this mindset. It's because of their parents. Mm. But I think you know, the main factor to find a bit of hope is to be able to sit with each other. You know, I'm going to with someone who has a different perspective in politics, mm. but I'm going to find a middle ground. I think the only problem in Lebanon is that all these politicians and they didn't sit and talk together, mm. while us, our generation, is able to, you know, for example, in university, we are able somehow to sit with each other and find common ground. I mean, it's a bit impossible right now, but you know, I think our generation has the tools to be able to do better than your or my parents' generation. And you said the university... Is that where this energy comes from? Your involvement, at least, let's say, in well, two things, really. Being a student in political science, but also being a student activist and running for elect student elections. Is that where this momentum comes from? I think you know, my passion for politics started back in 2019. Oh. I was an exchange student in the U.S. Mm. And when I grew up, all my parents, all my family knew, you know, Anna, I'm going to be an oncologist I wanted to do med school oh. but and even when I was in the US my host family they were all doctors and I was like okay I'm gonna like go to the hospital and find like find out about medicine and I was so passionate about biology and stuff but then I was invited to uh, the Capitol Hill I was invited to represent Lebanon at the Senate so Representing Lebanon and talking about Lebanon and talking about my identity and my roots and even being Lebanese in the U.S. trying to like break the stigma about us being terrorists or you know mm. you know the stereotypes. Uh, when I was in like in the Capitol Hill, I was like, I think this is where I want to be. So I was like, I think this is my future. So I completely changed my like my everything. I was so, like, I'm gonna do political science. So sorry, you were studying medicine and then those. That that feeling October 17 abroad drove you into politics? I wasn't studying medicine. I was still in high school. Oh, this is in high school. I was still right. in high school. Yeah. I was doing my junior year in high school. Okay. But I was invited to represent Lebanon uh, in the Senate. Uh, so I think I did it so well. So yeah. I was like, this is it. I want to become the ambassador of Lebanon. So how do I start? I start by doing political science. So this is how it started. And then I went to university. And obviously, after all, in October 17 and stuff, I was more you know, 
involved in politics. I was going down on the streets and I started uh, working with some digital platforms on Instagram that are concerned with politics. And then in university, I felt you know, I had like a passion in me and you know, mm-hmm. I needed to represent the, the opposition. So I ran for student council in 2021. So this really begins as somebody detached from Lebanon in Arizona. Yeah. Which is in itself, in a way, it's a detached part of America too. But that you find yourself in, in Capitol Hill, mm-hmm. representing Lebanon. Yeah. And sorry, this is in the Senate? Yeah, I was my, I met with the senators of Arizona and I represented Lebanon. Oh, like the state Senate. Yeah. I see, I see. Okay, and then you went to Capitol Hill. And so I was invited to Washington, D.C. Right. So in the Capitol Hill, I met with the House reps and the senators. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. So it was... The fact that I was able to rap, talk about my country with such passion, and I remember the house rep, I remember, and uh, she was like, wow, like, you talk about Lebanon with such passion. You should, yeah. you should do something about it. And then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to do medicine. I'm going to do politics. So, wow. so this is how it started. I actually never said this out loud. So this is uh, something in you. No, but that's really, it's nice to know that it's both fresh and purpose-driven. And you said even you have a goal in mind, which is to be a diplomat. Yeah. So that's kind of nice that you're able to feel this early on mm-hmm. in academic and then professional career. So you started at AU in a political science degree. Mm-hmm. Four years later, you're done. And three years. Three years. Wow. You finished in three years? Yes. Wow. Good for you. It took me five years to finish my bachelor's. <laughs> but I did, I took, I did two degrees. It- it's okay. It's okay? It's like four and a half years. <laughs> you wrote your thesis on the port blast, and I'm and you mentioned it up front that that's something you want to focus in on on, on this podcast. Uh, that's probably the hardest subject to discuss, but can you go back to the other subjects that are of interest? We mentioned cannabis as mm-hmm. well, legalization of cannabis, but what are the other subjects that kind of... They may not be the driving force for your career, but they're still of interest to you. Uh, for me, for the people who know me, I'm very passionate about mental health and suicide prevention. Mm. So uh, what I'm really passionate about is to talk about mental health. I think it's very important. Um, like one of my passions and one of my goals in life is to try and motivate people around me to take care of their mental health and to t- like to take their mental health seriously. Because for me, you know, I suffered from it and I saw people in my life, I lost people in my life who suffered from mental health and suicide prevention, like suicide prevention is so important. And I think like this is like other than politics, like spreading mental health awareness is something big for me. So it sounds more personal. Yeah, it is like it stems from a personal experience. And yeah. I think you know, it is my duty to like to spread mental health awareness in Lebanon and hopefully so in a way we've got when you have a cat a cat i'm a very misbehaving cat today i'll say by the way you're very uh gifted and i could feel this when i met you i think this is the second time i meet you in person Mm -hmm. but we've spoken or maybe we've messaged each other on social media or yeah, I think it's the second physical. Second I'm, time yeah. I see you in real life. I could feel it the first time. The way you showed up, the way you sat down, the way you started talking about your day. I could feel like you're so comfortable uh, and you're in your element. It's quite nice to see someone able to do this without any 
hesitation. Merci. <laughs> I really mean that. I Thank can feel you. it. And I, I can also hear your voice. I'm like, this is an interesting voice to have in the ecosystem. <laughs> Thank you. Bold and... <laughs> and quite, deep. Deep, yeah. And yeah. monotone. No, you're not monotone. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't put people to sleep. That's, I think, maybe and something. I would like to think, and no, I don't put people to sleep. No, I think, uh, <laughs> if anything, I'm listening. Uh, what are the other subjects that you can think of that would be of interest? Those are three. Um, we talked about prisons. prisons. One thing about me is, like, even growing up, I was always, like, passionate, not passionate, but I want to help the prisoners of Lebanon, like the prisoners in Rumi. They live, and no one talks about it, but the prisoners in Lebanon, they live like very bad living conditions and no one does, foc- like no one focuses on this. And I think this is really important. Yeah. And uh, Sijin Rumia is a very bad place to live. And uh, one of my friends actually, like her passion is to, like she's doing psychology and her passion is to like help the prisoners. Hmm. And I think we should focus on this in our podcast. And no uh, No one talks about the prisoners. Are there other subjects that you can sort of sense from now that'll come up? Do you have any other? Um, sports. Sports. Okay. I talked about. Uh, no, we're gonna talk about sports, basketball. I yeah. think you know basketball in Lebanon is you know is really important because I think you know it's a way to showcase our talent and showcase Lebanon abroad. And I mm-hmm. think. So we would, I would really like to talk with Wa'al Araji. That's at least five or six subjects right there. So we've got at least five to six episodes, if not more. You, gender equality. Gender equality. I mean, I think, fortunately, there's enough topics to go through in a mini-series that is youth-oriented. I think all of the regular subjects that we discuss all the time, there's a youth angle that has not been fully explored, and that's why... It's great for me to step back, to sit back in this mini-series. Uh, this is really about you and what you want and what your generation wants. I am an observer. But sitting in this chair, there will be other guests coming. I'll be behind the camera. I'll be fixing the microphones. And I will sit down when necessary. And whenever there's a moment you want me to hear something you're saying, maybe something I should learn from your generation, you just bring me in. I'll be there. Inta, you should be there all the time. I don't think so. I think this, <laughs> I think it's there's a moment where it's healthy to step back a little bit and let a talented host uh, fill in. Thank you. Merci. Saral Asmar. Beginning June, we'll have the first episode. The exact date hasn't been determined. We have an idea of who the first guest will be, but we won't mention it right now. I think the people who know me are going to guess. <laughs> Uh, the, f- fortunately, I think the guy, the guy, I should have said the guy or girl. The guy or the girl. The guy or the girl is well aware that <laughs> we both wanted to be here. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully it's it's him or her. And um, I look forward to seeing where this goes. Thank you, Sarah. Merci. Khalas? Khalas. Hello. 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 Hello.